Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 564. And today, well, I'm going to cut right to the chase. You're going to be listening in on a coaching call that I did with one of our listeners. And he's been a longtime listener. His name is Jeff, and I'm going to try to pronounce his last name. Lukaps, I think is how you pronounce the last name. And Jeff, I'm sorry, I didn't ask you how to pronounce your name, and I should have. So uh, yeah, my bad, but hopefully I uh, pronounced it correctly. But Jeff has been a listener for a while. I met Jeff at Sellers Summit and uh, we had a great conversation and uh, then he reached back out to me, gave me a little bit of an update of what he's been up to, but then also he heard me talking on a recent episode about the guitar niche or maybe the bass fishing niche. And he started thinking to himself, like, wait a minute here, like you're telling me that I could potentially like launch a business around my passion, how would I do that? Like, isn't it saturated? Isn't there a ton of competition right now in this space? And it's funny, the guitar niche is the one that I was referring to, and that's the one that kind of resonated with him and kind of got him to perk up. And actually, right now, he's currently got a brand that he's running, and it's doing pretty good, but uh, he started to hear me talk about this. So he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, I would love your feedback on this. And I said, you know what? Rather than me go back and forth with you on an email, this would probably make some really, really good content for my audience. Let's jump on. Let's go through your situation. Let's go through your potential passion project that you want to do. And let's just kind of, let's riff on it. Uh, you know, if you're in the guitar world, you know that riff, it means a, a guitar riff. So that's what we did here. And I just kind of, I, I did that little, uh, you know, that, that, that little reference there. But anyway, uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to just go and jam on this, on this, uh, you know, this topic, because I think a lot of you, uh, we'll get value from this. We go through a lot of twists and turns through his journey. We go also through what he's doing right now, how to leverage more of what he's doing, but then also learn through that process so he could potentially do this little side project that could turn into his main business. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I titled this the roadmap to build a business around your passion because that's exactly what we do. We go through all the details and I give them some of my thoughts as if we were sitting down privately having this conversation. So, hey, why not have it recorded so you you guys can listen in and uh, hopefully take some uh, of these lessons or some of these tips and apply it to your own business or at least get you thinking along those lines. All right, so I'm going to stop talking so you can listen to this episode that I did with Jeff Lukups. So enjoy. Well, hey, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. How's it going? It's going great. I'm just psyched to be here and uh, ready to ready to learn lots. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be exciting. You wrote me an email, pretty long email. I think you said it might have been the longest. I don't know about that, but it was pretty darn long. Yeah. And I did read it. And the one thing that I noticed with your emails, though, is you broke it up. You chunked it down. Like I've always told people, if you're going to write me a long email, you need to chunk it down, make it so I can scan through because a, I'm not that good of a reader. It takes me a while and I'm not good at, I, I'm not really that good at writing. So, um, both of those things are hard for me, but, um, you did a really good job. And, um, and I remember you too, we, we met at seller summit and, uh, we met in person. And then when you and I got on here now, um, we actually, um, realized that yes, we, we actually did meet a few times at seller summit. Um, so this is going to be exciting because, you know, you have been kind of at this thing for a little while. You're, you're kind of like figuring out your way, but then also you kind of heard me talk about like the guitar market and like the playing and stuff. And you're like, wait a minute here. Is he talking exactly to me? And then I started talking about your wife's business and, and, and not even knowing it. And you're like, wait a minute, is this for real? Like yeah. he nailed it. Right. 
right? I was like, yeah. okay, I can't, I can't hold back anymore. I gotta, I gotta say, come on, this is crazy. Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about like what you've done up to this point and what I'm going to do here. And just for people listening, this is going to be as if, you know, Jeff and I were sitting down, we're at seller summit or wherever we're at a conference, or maybe we're just having a cup of coffee locally. And we're just, he's like, kind of like telling me like his thing. And then me just kind of like riffing, get that. We just talked about like guitar and stuff like that. And now we're riffing. So if anybody's a guitar player, you know, like a good riff is, you know, like kind of where the song kind of originates. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I just want to really just kind of like let people listen in on this conversation because these conversations a lot of times are not recorded and I think they could be beneficial because after you get done, there's a lot of takeaways that we can do to apply to any business. Um, so why don't you just kind of tell me like a little bit about like where you're at, kind of how you got there and then what triggered you to say, you know, what, I'm going to email Scott about this thing because I didn't think that technically it'd be even possible for me to be able to go down this road. Right. So. I got introduced to you a couple of years ago. I've been uh, watching your your content, which is amazing that you just continually crank it out. You'd never miss, <laughs> and that's really impressive. Um, so I, I got onto the Amazon FBA stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, just followed uh, what you were saying and uh, got into the, the John Lee Dumas 100-day uh, sprint thing. Okay, good. 2016 late on that. And then 2017 at the start of the year, I, I just followed through, uh, sourced or found a product that I liked using Jungle Scout. Mm-hmm. Um, then I s- sourced it uh, through China and, you know, got it, you know, got the listing, got everything running. Um, uh, and that's about, about the time I ran into you at Solar Summit, right? I mean, I haven't okay. been doing it for too long at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But there's always some problem for me with Amazon, and I don't know what it is. Uh, not just you, not just you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, at Solar Summit, we, I met people that mm-hmm. I, that were, you know, really doing well. You know, and I thought this is going to be me. I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing. I met people with one product, uh, you know, one thing. They were showing me their their Amazon app on the phone. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I made. Uh, Oh, I just made twenty thousand uh, mm. dollars. You know, yeah. and I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I know my yeah. product's going to take off. As soon as my product started to take off, I got the uh, the hijackers. I mean, okay. As soon as it got any traction, I mean, it's just been coasting along. Then all of a sudden, I started getting twenty and thirty sales a day. So I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Ten by ten by one. I'm. This is great. You know. You got it. Yeah. And this, I'm going to start adding products, and just I'm going to you know expand. Um, sure. And well, one of the hijackers was uh, just somebody from China. I followed your instructions with the cease and desist letter. They went away. It took me two letters from them. They went away. No okay. problem. Second hijacker was Amazon. <laughs> okay. I no idea why they did this. This okay. could be a long, boring story. But um, my takeaway from that and then many subsequent things up until um, a week or so ago is just that that's just not the path for me. You know, okay. those doors just keep getting shut. And all along, then you started with the branding thing, which mm-hmm. resonates with me a lot more to control my own, you know, my own backyard. Like you would say, you yeah. build a deck on rented property. And no matter mm-hmm. how well you think you're doing, if you're, everything can be taken away with no, you know, without any control whatsoever. Just one day you wake up, like you said, and your account's closed. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's worrisome. So. I'm really interested in developing my own 
product and my own online uh, website and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and when you went with the music piece of it, I'm just like, well, that's the thing that honestly put away and think, okay, I can't really do this for a living ever. And I mean, I did it for a living when I was young for 13 years, I was on the road. That's all I did was play. I'm mm-hmm. very passionate about music. I could talk about it all day long. If I could get up in the morning and know that my day is going to involve working with music somehow as a, my living, um, that would be just amazing. You know, so mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's really what brought me to say, okay, I've got to see what Scott's got to say. Cause I trust you, you know, mm-hmm. and I've seen your success and I've seen you help a lot of other people. So mm-hmm. I'm, I just know that you're, for real, and you can give me some some really good input, and uh, and we'll see what happens from there. But that's what I'm ready for. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. So here's the deal, though, right? Like, so you launched on Amazon FBA. You seen all the you know people showing you their screenshots, and it's all exciting. And yay, we got a home run. Um, but then you kind of started heading in that direction, and you started to have a, some success of your own. And then all of a sudden, you realize that wait a minute, here's a wake up call. Um, Amazon just let me know personally that they could pull the rug out from under me. Now, again, I'm not bashing anyone to use Amazon as a channel. Um, and that's one thing I'm, I'm going to start really, really kind of highlighting is that we need to think about Amazon as the channel, but you need to think about you building a business or a brand, and then you just use Amazon as a channel to sell the product and then other channels, right? So I would say you're not going to ignore Amazon, right? But you have to go about it differently that maybe instead of saying like, let me go and find the hot product that I could sell. Let me find the market that I could go into. Let me explore three, five products, three to five, somewhere in there. Eventually they don't have to all be done right now. What could, what could make up a brand? And then from there I could launch on Amazon. I could also probably launch it if I wanted to go really easy. I could go eBay. I could go Etsy. I could go all of these other little channels that aren't going to take much to put them up and just put it out there. Then I can start building my sales funnel. I can start doing all of that other stuff that you hear me talking about, getting organic traffic and all of this stuff. You can start doing that. Um, But if you start with just the product, then it's hard to kind of then build the brand around the product if it wasn't something that you were you are either, I don't, I don't want to just say excited because sometimes people, they, they say, well, Scott, it, it, it doesn't have to be your passion. It doesn't have to be. It just has to be something that you're going to be able to be consistent with and that you're going to be able to build a brand around, whether that's you or someone else that you would have as the, the face or the person that's driving the content. Because really it comes down to two different sides of, of the, the business here. We have number one, we have search traffic on Amazon. Someone goes there, they search for guitar strings, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Well, that's good. But now on the other side of things, people aren't necessarily searching, but they're finding things, they're discovering things by um, maybe something attracted their attention or something that, you know, got their attention and got them to raise their hand. And it's related to guitar. Well, we know that related to guitar, they're probably interested in strings because strings always break, yada, yada, yada. So what I'm saying is, is we have two different sides that we're going to be focusing on a search traffic for people that are looking for best guitar strings, right? That could be a Google search. That could be an Amazon search, but it also is going to be attention in the marketplace. So we get people that we know are playing guitar. And then from there we could offer strings and straps and pedals and chords and all of the stuff that goes along with playing guitar. We can add that stuff later, but the main thing here, and this is why I say you don't have to be passionate about it, but you have to either have an expertise about it and something that you can do consistently is if we can now start to create content on a regular basis around our market, 
then everything else becomes easier because now we can continually get people that raise their hand because they've consumed our content. And then we can do all this other cool stuff. We can retarget on Facebook. We can get, you know, people that come over from different platforms that are sharing it now and all of this stuff. But that's a longer play, right? That's not the, the immediate play where I put something up on Amazon. I drive some sales to it. I get ranked. Boom. Victory. We've won. Mm-hmm. But you really haven't, right? You're, you're still, you're riding that, that wave in a sense until either a competitor comes in or a hijacker comes in or, you know, maybe Amazon comes in and says, we see that you've got a 5% refund rate. We're going to shut your account down or your, your listing down until you fix it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have all those things to balance. So I just want to be very clear. I'm not saying you don't want to use Amazon. And I think that, you know, you're not going to, and I would convince you to not give up on Amazon. What I would say is that go at Amazon without thinking that you're worried about them shutting you down and your whole business is shutting down, but you'd be, you know, you'd, you'd be kind of foolish not to utilize that as a channel. Once you understand that the, the traffic that's coming in from your, your website or your Facebook or, uh, Pinterest or whatever it is, you'd, you'd be foolish not to take some of that traffic and then direct it immediately to Amazon to try to spike the sales to, you know, kind of use that as leverage. But then again, if they turn you off, you know, immediately you can switch that link and you can position it right to your site or you can switch it to another platform. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what I just, I think people, um, they, they, I think they're just looking for the quick, fast, easy way. And, um, you know, people out there, you know, putting out their screenshots and saying all this stuff, it's great and all, but do you really want to build your business on Amazon? Right. That's the question. And I think you've answered that you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other thing is, is all of the stuff that we're going to be learning here outside of the Amazon, because really with Amazon, let's face it, there's not a lot that you can do other than the basic stuff, right? Good product, good listing, learn a little bit of pay-per-click, right? Yeah. Um, build a little email list, maybe if you want to, or find an influencer to push some sales so you can rank organically. And basically that's about all you're going to have control of, right. right? I mean, that's the basics. But now if we go outside of that and we go marketing, what is marketing? Mm-hmm. Well, marketing could be SEO. It could be Facebook ads. It could be, it's about traffic. It's about eyeballs. It's about, um, cu- you know, cultivating the right audience. It's about communicating with them, giving them what they want, what they need, being, uh, being the, the face of the brand, like all of these other things go into marketing and that there your competition is not going to do, but it's also work, you know, and a lot of people don't want to do the work and they don't see like, I guess the result as quick as if you would see if you just threw up a product that you knew was selling. Mm-hmm. So I know that was kind of long-winded and a little bit of a rant, but I just want people to understand that. And with you, what, what I want to do is I want to break down like a little bit of a blueprint, a blueprint or a roadmap that we can kind of give you to kind of get you in that right direction. Let me ask you one question though, question though Jeff. Um, the product that you ended up selling, was, was that a product that you thought that you could add more products around or that you were going to build into a brand or was it just something that you seen was selling and you thought that you could then replicate it and probably sell it too? No, I'm, I'm very interested in that product and that particular line of things. Oh, it's not computer shutting down, don't worry. Um, okay. And, uh, I've actually developed another product to go along with it that's not even out there. I mean, it's completely okay. my own and I've also developed a manual to go with it that's no one else's offering. So I had two other products ready to go. I've had okay. other possible upgrade to the product that, that, that I know people mm-hmm. want because I've done what you guys have said. I've read mm-hmm. the reviews. Mm-hmm. I've read the two mm-hmm. reviews and like the question like this product would be great if, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. I've gone through all that ready to go. Now, even just, I said a week ago, 
I worked with Amazon, the seller support, and the guy set me up so I could do variations, which I hadn't done. Ready to go. I'm excited. I went to bed excited. This is great. The next day, I had an email from Amazon saying, yeah, uh, your product is against our terms of service. <laughs> you've got to take it. You've got to take it down. Take down your listing or you're going to be penalized. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Loud and clear, just get off of Amazon. So that's, that's what I'm Okay. Okay. So is, so my, my, my question is this, because today what we're going to talk about is, is, well, we can talk about anything we want, but what I want to do is I want to give you a little bit more of a clear path. And if we, you and I were having this conversation privately, this is what it would be. I really want to establish, like you already have a product and some additional products that you might, you know, that you would want to launch in this brand. Mm -hmm. So an easy path would be because you already have that done is, is can you build stuff off of Amazon to support that brand? Uh, I'm working on, uh, on the page, uh, okay. and I'm ready to go with that, with my own brand and my own. And I, I did, I mean, I did what Amazon said. I went to try to do brand registry. I got my brand, I got my name trademarked and all that sort of thing. And I went to do brand registry and they were just like, nope. <laughs> Once again, okay. I'm just like, I'm, I can't, what? I can't believe it. I did everything you asked me to do. And mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. not going to happen. Anyway. So I, I, I wanted stay with this other thing that I've already researched and I know it works. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at that as a revenue stream, okay. you know, separate from what I'm hoping to learn from you and to develop yep. as my true passion okay. project. Okay. But okay. this other thing in place and let it okay. roll in and bring in a certain amount every year. Mm -hmm. I was just okay. not to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I guess my question was, is, um, with the, the, the product that you've created, there is a brand that could be created around that. And there's kind of sounds like there is because you've trademarked the name and I'm assuming you trademarked the name of the brand that represents the product, which will also would be other products underneath this brand. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So you got that. That's awesome. That's our, that, that's an asset too, by the way. So if you ever did want to sell this eventually, it's a trademark, it's already done, it's filed, it's approved. Great. Um, so the next thing would be like, is there any type of content or a content plan that you could put in place that would, um, that would start to build that outside asset, like a website, getting some website traffic, but then also YouTube, I don't know, maybe the, the market's hanging out on YouTube or maybe it's Facebook or wherever it is. Are there some things that you, now would you be able to create this stuff? That's the other question. Would you personally be able to be either be the face or find someone that's the face or would you be able to write the content and maybe just be a pen name? Like what, how would you be able to go out there and get traffic and attention in this market, in this, in the, in the brand that you have products already currently in? Okay. Um, I'm planning to do YouTube videos and that sort of thing and instructional type of how to. Perfect. And, Perfect. And I can generate content on this. I've got a lifetime of experience in this particular field. Okay, great. Different than music awesome. Again but okay. completely understand how this product is applied to real life. And okay. So awesome. Okay. Perfect. Then, cause sometimes you get people that are like, no, nah, I really, I'm not the face and I'd have to find someone. And then that's another hurdle, but you're already past that. So it are, and it already sounds like that you already have the plan to basically put in place to basically go out there and start generating content. So what I would do also here, here's one thing that I, I, I tell anyone that as the ability to do what you're doing if you have some YouTube videos or whatever, but there's probably other products that you might not ever launch in this field, mm -hmm. okay? You, because maybe they're either too big, 
maybe they're too expensive or whatever, right? right? But you could create reviews around them on your YouTube channel mm-hmm. and get people to then consume and you're bringing people in. So let's say, for example, we're going to just relate it to the guitar world. Let's say that I was going to sell, I don't know, uh, stuff for the Marshall amp, right? Right. So the Marshall amplifier, it's a well-known amplifier. There's probably certain uh, models right now that are hot. So I'm not going to sell them or make them, but I could do a review against that and a Fender because I have both amps. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting search traffic for Fenders and Marshalls, right? So I know if people have a Fender or a Marshall, they probably play guitar mm-hmm. and I know that they probably need chords and they, they, they need different accessories for the amps or maybe they need new tubes or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. All this stuff. So I would start creating some of that content because you don't need product to do it. All you need is you talking about the comparisons and giving someone like an unbiased kind of like review, right? And these are evergreen content. Now, the other cool thing is, is in your description on YouTube, you can go ahead and put your Amazon associates link. And if someone buys that Marshall amp there, you're going to get, you know, five, six, seven, 8%, depending on where your level is of the commission on that amplifier. And you're going to also probably get other things because whatever's in their cart, you're going to get. So maybe their wife had a treadmill in there and now you're going to get credit for a treadmill. Right. So all of that stuff happens by doing that. And you start to build a YouTube following, or even if it's a thousand people, right. A subscriber base. So you're going to have people that are coming in that were attracting the right people through content, right? Mm -hmm. It's evergreen. So this year it's going to be, you know, found and next year it'll be found, especially in in, in that kind of world. Um, You could also do another cool thing that I, I would do is I'd be like, you know, uh, something like uh, the best five amps of 2019. Mm -hmm. And then I would do a whole comparison on the five amps. And if you don't have, if you don't have them, maybe you have to find five people that do and you travel to their place. Uh, or maybe, you know, five buddies that have five different amps and then you compare them or maybe it's three. And then you do this little comparison, you shoot the video, you have them come up and now you get three different amps that you're going to be uh, shooting up against in, for 2019. Yeah. Something like that. Because now people are searching for, well, I don't want last year's amps. I want this year's amps. Mm-hmm. So you're always like one step ahead. Um, so that's what I would do. I mean, I would... Honestly, if you're in like a market and I'm just using the guitar because we can kind of use that as an example so people can understand, but you could shoot probably 25 videos of products that you're not ever going to sell that would be related to your market. And then that's content that resides on your channel. And it just happens that you sell stuff in that market. Mm -hmm. Right. So now you're building up a little bit of a, of a subscriber base on YouTube. You also probably have some type of like, if someone's playing guitar, they might need to learn how to play guitar. Right. So now maybe you're going to sell either your own stuff or you're going to have someone that you are an affiliate for that sells how to play guitar, right? And so now you can lead people there and now you can be an affiliate for that. And generally, you know, you get 30 to 50% commission on a sale like that. So if someone's selling a program for a hundred bucks, you get 50 bucks, Hmm. Uh, you know? So that's another option that you have. But the whole thing is, is getting the audience in a spot that you are kind of either the reporter or the expert or someone that's just an enthusiast, like that's where you can just start to build this. And it doesn't have to be big because if, if we know, like think about putting a thousand people in a room that are all interested in, um, let's say eighties metal, right? Right. Like if they're into eighties metal, like I don't want the guy that might be in the classical cause he's not really going to hundred percent align. We can eventually broaden there if we want to, mm-hmm. but I want to go after, after a, a specific type of player right. maybe at first. Maybe it's going to be jazz musicians, mm-hmm. you know, jazz guitar players. Well, that's the one. There's going to be certain jazz things that are different than heavy metal, right? There's different distortions and there's different, you know, like pedals and there's different stuff that you could be talking about. And that's a whole nother one, right? Like 
pedals, right? right? I mean, pe- pe- you know, I think people that are listening probably are like, well, what do you mean if you're not a guitar player? Well, there's pedals that you put in, you in li- you put it uh, in line. So this way here, you get these different effects and there's probably hundreds of different styles and, and, and rebirths of different ones right. or mods and all this stuff. So you could do like a new pedal or, or three pedals that, you know, everyone should have when you're touring or when you're playing a gig or whatever. Yeah. Right. So all of these things, and I'm using this as an example, but take the same stuff that I'm saying into the brand that you're building right now and think like that. Yeah. And then you have this content that, and I would go, and then what I would also do is I'd go to YouTube and I would start doing searches. So I would say, uh, you know, guitar amplifier, and then I would let it fill it in. Right. And then it would, it would, same thing as Amazon, right? When we're looking for keywords there, let, let YouTube tell us what the most popular ones are. Right. And then those, I would start making a list. And then I would say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start creating these videos about this topic because I know that they're popular. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's what I would do. So I'd get good at YouTube. You know, if you're, uh, if you're, uh, I did an episode recently, uh, with Sean, uh, Cannell and, um, we, uh, we, he's a YouTube guy, you know, knows how to build an audience and subscriber and how to do all that stuff. Go listen to that. I'll drop it in the show notes. Um, but that's a great one because it kind of tells you like, you just have to have relevant content that's calling out to the people that you want to attract. It's like you're putting out a magnet and you're attracting the right people. Yeah. And then from there, you're having the conversation like we are right now about this topic, right? Because I wouldn't want to have this conversation with someone at the donut shop that's, um, you know, that's not into selling, you know, their own products online, right? It'd be a waste of my time. It'd be a waste of their time, right? But you and I, we're like, we're there, right? Because we're both, we have a, we have a thing that we want to do together here. Um, does this all make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, any questions on any of that before we keep rocking here and rolling get it rocking and rolling? That was cool, right? That was it, man. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to assimilate it all. You know, I'm really more here to listen than I am to talk because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, like I guess I mentioned if, if we went the music route, it's, it's a never ending uh, mm-hmm. amount of content that I could, could contribute, I believe, you know, absolutely help people with. So, yep. Yep. I mean, you could, you could, I mean, again, I think the biggest thing for a lot of people is finding that thing. And, and like you, like saying like, you know, you were a struggling musician for years, right? Mm-hmm. You're out there, you know, traveling, doing your thing, hoping that one day you might hit it big. I did the same thing, right? I wasn't traveling for 13 years, but you know, I'd say my, probably like my four years between my, probably junior and senior year. And then probably two years after school, I thought I was still, I still had a chance. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I was like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta grow up here. You know, you know, it's not going to happen. I got to feed my family. Right. So I just kind of put it on the shelf. Um, but now years later, if I wanted to, I could probably start something and start teaching people about whether it's guitar playing or whether it's about the gear or whatever, because I still have a pack. Maybe it's recording. That's the other side of it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of home recording stuff now, yeah. right? Different apps, different, um, you know, GarageBand for the, for the Mac. That's what I've always used. And it's fun and it makes it easy to record at home. Now I used to have an old 16 track recorder, mm-hmm. um, that I paid like 12 or $1,300 for mm-hmm. back in the day. I can barely get a hundred bucks for it now. <laughs> right. I keep it just as a memory now that I, I recorded a lot of stuff on that thing. You know, now it's so, it's so easy, but there, it's evolved. So as we're evolving, we're going to be educating and, and people are going to want to know. Um, it's the same thing. If you're in the bass fishing market, it's the same idea, but you want to niche down. And at first we're niching down because that way it's easier to get your content to reach the right people. 
right? There's less competition on the content side of things, but it also it's more direct. So this way here, I don't have to worry about like, okay, I got a room of a thousand people and only 25% of them are really into what I am. They, they don't like my style of music. They like another style, mm -hmm. or maybe it's, you're calling out, um, the beginner, uh, you know, kid, uh, guitar player. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, you know, how to, how, you know, um, three lessons for beginner, um, children, guitar players or future guitar players or something like that, whatever the search term would be. Yeah. Maybe that's the niche. And then you start to bring it out further once you start building that out and then you can start widening it, you know, and yeah. go to different and different sub niches in that space. But so many people just want to go after guitar mm -hmm. or guitar playing. Well, you got to go guitar playing and then you got to niche it down because there's guitar playing. Then there's classical, there's jazz, there's hard rock, there's blues, there's all these different kinds that we could go into. You need to really pick one and then go and try to dominate that one at first. Mm -hmm. And, and also the one that you feel is going to be easier for you to create the content around it. That's going to come easy and natural to you, or you have resources that'll allow you to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that to me is like, it's an easy win for you to start creating that stuff because also you can start immediately, even if you don't have a guitar related product right now, you could, you could start technically selling guitar related products by being an affiliate on Amazon. Right. Um, and then you can direct people there and slowly start to get some sales or you start building an email list. Then you can start letting them know, Hey, this week I tested these three amps or, Hey, this week I learned, um, this new riff, uh, you know, it's, it's super easy and it's super fun to play or whatever. Right. Yeah. So every week you, you're going to be, you're going to be touching these people and talking to these people, and then they're going to be commenting back. And then you're going to start creating this, this little bit of a tribe in a sense to where now you're going to be able to reach those people when you want to. And eventually they might buy something from you. Right. You know? So that's the big thing here is like, how do you get that outside? Now we can speed up this process. Um, and I know I'm throwing a whole bunch at you, but I think that it's important to kind of just, I want to flush it out. So mm -hmm. this way here, you can kind of hear everything, but then you got to have to kind of go back to the drawing board and go, okay, what can I do right now? Mm -hmm. And we'll come back and we'll kind of do that. But like right now, it's super easy. If you want to jump on, um, Facebook mm -hmm. and if you want to start, and I actually, I, you can't see it right now, but on my whiteboard, I have this whole thing mapped out that I'm going to be doing a whiteboard video kind of in, in the pace realm, uh -huh. you know, like in that model, um, because it's really awesome to be able to do this. And I'm actually experimenting even on my son's little business. My son's 20. He's a basketball player. Mm -hmm. Um, he likes coaching and he, he actually is coaching the eighth grade assistant coach of the eighth grade, uh, middle school team this year. Mm -hmm. It's going to college for physical education, uh -huh. but he wants to coach, wants to train. So I'm like, well, he's got some clients that he trains these kids that want to make the team. Mm -hmm. So he's been there, done that. So he's basically doing this. So what we're doing, and this is exactly what anyone can do at this point is we're running ads. And these aren't, they aren't ads that say, go buy my stuff. What they are is they're ads of lessons mm -hmm. that we're showing to certain people. So in this case, we're showing them directly to our area. So 25 mile radius of our area. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so let's say, for example, we have a video that shows you how to, how to become uh, better at dribbling. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he'd be like, you know, Hey, Hey, uh, basketball parents, um, Scotty, the trainer here, I got a real cool tip for you that I want you guys to know before your kids try out for the team. Because one thing that a coach looks for is defense or, you know, dribbling skills or foul shots or whatever. Right. So there's all these things. So you would pick one and one video would be related to that one thing. 
Now you put that video out in front of the people that you think that you, that you would want to reach, right? So in, in Facebook land, it's easy to target these people, right? We can do, you know, I can narrow it down to a mom that's between 30 and 45 married and has three kids. You know what I mean? Like you can literally go down and, and kind of really get precise in your targeting. So let's say that I do this. Now this video will show up to these people. Now, the cool thing is, is I can see how long they've watched the video. Uh I can see they've watched for 10, 10, uh, uh, let's see, 10 seconds. Then I can go, it goes to 25%, 50%, 75%, 95% and hundred percent. Okay. Now what I, now what I can do is I can say, okay, after someone watches a one of my videos for 50%, show them another video. Hmm. If they watch 50% of that one, show them another video. (laughs) If they watch 50% of that one, show them another video. So now guess what happens? That mom's scrolling through the newsfeed. They're like, oh, there's that kid again. Huh, that's a good video. Hmm, I'll share it with Mary. Mm-hmm. The, uh, ne- ne- next day, she's on her phone. Gosh, that kid's, he's everywhere. He's in my area too. Wow, that's, maybe I should reach out to him and let Johnny get some lessons, mm-hmm. right? Then two days later, scrolling through again. There, again, what, dribble and drill. Yeah, I should watch this one, right? Mm-hmm. That's how, so in, your, in, in the online space, you could do this even on a little bit of a larger scale because we're not even just targeting it locally. That's why like, I tell everybody, if you learn marketing, like you are set for life because you can basically now take this, like I can go to the local, like I just came from my chiropractor guy I was telling you, right? right. Like he's got a small little business, right? I could, I could fill his office with people in our area hmm. yeah. because I could do this stuff, right? All he would do is like, here's what you got to do to get more flexibility in your back. Hmm. You know, if you're sitting at a, if you're sitting in an office chair all day and you wake and you wake up and your back is like in, you know, in pain. You, you need to do these three exercises. Then you show three exercises. And oh, by the way, I'm Dr. Hawes. And um, if you have any questions, give me a call at da 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 da. Right. That's it. That's it. So you're given a value, you know, add to the, to the you know, to the, the uh, marketplace, some goodwill. And then someone's like, I, love, I really like this guy. And there's nothing better than video, really, because you can see my inflection. You can see my excitement. You can hear all that stuff, right? But if you're going to get on there and be like, hi, my name is John. And um, I got a lesson I want to show you today. And, um, you know, so we got to inject a little bit of energy, mm-hmm. excitement. We're passionate about what we do. Anyway, going on a little bit of a tangent there, but it's important. Um, but this little thing that I'm doing here and I'm kind of mapping out is like we can be in their news feed if we're willing to pay for it. And right now on this little small test that I'm doing, I think we've spent I've got two tests running. Um, I think I'm spending on the average for a 50 percent view of a five minute video. So that means that they're, they're watching for two and a half minutes. Okay. That means someone has watched for two and a half minutes. I think we're paying about 18 cents. Wow. Okay. So here's the thing. How much is a 30 second ad on TV? And most people are skipping through the ad, Mm -hmm. right? What, what would you pay for someone to watch two and a half minutes of a video of you where they get to know, like, and trust you? Oh yeah. That's and now I'm only going to show the next video to someone that's actually shown that they really are watching my stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how powerful it is. So now what happens is, is let's say, for example, we do that and we get a thousand people to watch 50 percent or more of our video. Now, I can I can do six months from now. I can go back to Facebook and go, oh, that other campaign that I did. There's a custom audience there that says that 50 percent of people watch this video or all my videos. I'm going to run a I'm going to run a basketball camp this next weekend. Let's go ahead and run an ad for a basketball camp that's coming up to those people. Hmm. I've just built this this audience of people that raise their hand that have also already know, like, and trust me because they've watched a lot of my stuff. Right. I'm not, I'm not giving it to the people that only watched 10 seconds. 
Those people I just forgot about, right? I'm only, I'm only, I'm only talking to the people that are in the room that are actually paying attention. Right. So again, kind of going back to where this would relate to anyone, including yourself, would be if you have content, three or four pieces, I like at least four pieces, generally four, and I call that like bucket one, bucket two. Bucket one is really just that engagement and and you're really just trying to get people to know, like, and trust you and you're delivering value. There's no ask, there's no like, go buy my stuff. And then the second bucket would be the bucket that says, someone has watched, you know, these three videos, 50% or more, show them a little bit more of a pitch or a call to action. Mm -hmm. Um, so you could do this with guitar. Let's say you had guitar lessons and you say, Hey guys, it's, you know, Jeff today, I got a cool little guitar uh, riff. I want to share with you. You can be doing it in like five minutes. And I'm telling you what, if you practice this every single day, you'll get better and better. Here it is. Boom, 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 done. Right. You show it to them two minutes, three minutes. Bye. Next day. Hey guys, Got another, got another, a scale I want to show you today. Um, it's really easy. And if you learn this scale, you can pretty much run anywhere on the neck. And here's what you do. Mm -hmm. boom, 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 Show it to him. Hey, this is Jeff from, you know, I love guitar or whatever. And, um, you know, if you want any more uh, uh, stuff, drop it in the comment. Let me know what you guys are struggling with. And I'll be more than happy to make it for you. That's it. Yeah. And you just produce this stuff. And now you can inject that into someone's newsfeed and then only give more to the people that raise their hand that want more because they're viewing your stuff. Right. The organic side of things is you post on YouTube. We hope YouTube indexes it. It's a longer play. We like that because it's evergreen. Mm -hmm. So you do both, right? We want to do both. Um, so that's kind of like a fast track way of doing it. You spend money to get people to see your stuff. Mm -hmm. Build, an, build a custom audience there. So it's like you're building an email list in a sense, right. but it's through it's through Facebook. And then the other side of the thing is take that same type of content, edit it up, put it on YouTube. So now we're taking the same content. We're just kind of making it for one platform and then we're adapting it to another platform. And if it's written, we can have it transcribed, put it in, embed the video. We can put it on a blog now. So now we can put it in three different places, paid, organic, and you know a little bit more organic if we do YouTube. Mm -hmm. So- those are some strategies that I think would work well in any, any market, especially in guitar playing or bass fishing or, uh, you know, anything that is hobby related or is, um, even just like a passion because someone is just like, I mean, even, even something that's someone that's passionate about helping their kid with autism, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're, if you're like that person, like, why not, why not publish content that's going to help the marketplace because you've been there, done that. It's your story. And if you can tell people your story and then from there, your story is going to relate to those people. They're like, that's me. Wow. I had those struggles. I had those frustrations. This person gets me. Right. And then once you start building that, then it's game over because now people are going to buy into you and no one can be you. Right. You know? So that was a lot. I just threw at you, Jeff, any questions at this point? No, I'm going to hope to catch it all in the replay. <laughs> I can really, like I said, dissect it. One thing, like you mentioned, the, the instructional videos, and I've thought about doing this. Yeah. Probably will. But uh, the argument in my mind is like there are so many other people that have done fantastic like videos, websites, and everything else on instruction, written books, and all that. I'm like, why would I even think that I could get in there and compete? But um, I know that everybody resonates with a different message. and somebody that has a pen that I think is a, an amazing site, somebody else might look at it and say, I don't even like that. You know, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of why I think maybe I can do it. Uh, and plus, I know I have a few different angles to bring up things that people 
just don't talk about as much on guitar, like the tuning, for instance. It just mm-hmm. right. it's such a deep subject. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I could do a lot of videos on just tuning the guitar, you know, not mm-hmm. and I don't mean just tuning a tuner, but I mean understanding what's going on with it and the relationships mm-hmm. and the tones and, and harmonics and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. so I think I could bring some value to people that really want to get into it. But uh, that's that's the that's kind of the. Uh, the one roadblock in my own mind about doing instructional videos like it's already been done and it's been done really, really well. <laughs> so why would I think I could jump in there? But you've, you've mentioned that before. You're like, when you started doing your podcast, you're like, yeah, you were in, inspired by other people and you're like, well, why, yep. why do I think I could even do it? But you did it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now there's a lot of people that listen to you and mm-hmm. watch you that don't even know who the other person is. And that's not mm-hmm. nothing at all against the other person, you know? Yeah. So it just makes sense that it's normal. It's it's normal to think that. And I mean, heck, I mean, okay, if we let's let let's break down let let's break down exactly what you just said, right? So I started a podcast, wasn't going to start it. Um, I tried a couple of other podcasts. One was more on marketing, but it was just broad, mm-hmm. so I didn't niche down. Um, another one was on fitness, which. I still am very passionate about fitness and working out and healthy and all that stuff. Um, didn't really grab. And, um, I just didn't feel like it was the right move for me. So then I just kind of paused everything and I was just still doing my stuff, you know? And, um, then when I decided to try the podcast, I'm like thinking to myself, well, what if I just document my journey and see if people will listen and if they'll get value from it. Mm -hmm. And I still had those doubts. I had those little voices going on up there. Well, you know, you tried it before. It didn't really work. Blah, 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 blah. So you have all those negative things. Luckily I have a very supportive wife and she says, you know, just just do it. I mean, you're doing it anyway, right? Like it's like you, if you're, if you're, if you enjoy making videos about guitar that you think could help five people, right. Produce them. Right. I mean, you're going to enjoy making them. You enjoy the process. It's something that you do. What do you have to lose? A little bit of time, you enjoy doing it, right? right. So it's like for me, like I enjoy I enjoy business. I enjoy marketing. I enjoy figuring out the puzzle and putting the building blocks together and seeing opportunities that sometimes other people don't see. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. That's part of like a passion of mine. I like to see where I, I can take someone and turn some dials and go, oh, wow, did you realize you could do that? And they're like, no, I didn't. Holy crap, that's big. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's my thing. It's like a sport to me in a sense. Like people go like, Oh, you know, and I, I do play sports. I was on the softball team, Mm -hmm. um, this past year I bowl, you know, I, I golf a little bit, very, very little. I'm not that good at golf used to be, but I kind of, uh, stopped that at once I had kids, but getting back into it. Um, but, um, it's one of those things that if you enjoy doing it, like, why not do it? And so I look at it, like I said, like marketing and business and stuff like that and helping other people now, that's like a passion of mine. So, it's not work. Like on this call right now, this is not work to me. This is like fun because we can kind of talk about what you have as assets and and assets. I mean, like, what are your resources? What are you good at? What are you capable of? Why would someone, you might be able to break down how to tune better than someone else. When me, I wouldn't maybe be able to do it. And someone be, I get a lot of people that say, Scott, I listen to you a lot of times because you, you chunk things down and you make it very easy to follow. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like you're talking like another language. You know what I mean? Like you're not talking like a language that I don't understand. And you'll always come back and kind of like, well, if you don't know what a landing page is, it's basically this, this is, so I'm, I guess I'm, I never thought I was, but people have told me that. And my wife is, well, I'm very good at breaking things down and chunking them down and making them easy to understand. Um, so that's, again, a lot of people, maybe that's your thing. Maybe you're better at translating that message than someone else. Just because someone's done something before 
doesn't mean someone else can't do it. And it, there's a whole bunch of people that, that aren't going to resonate with someone and they're going to resonate with you. And they're going to find you over the other person first. And then they might build that relationship where they're going to always come back to you. I get people that come to me first, then they, they leave, they jump around a little bit and then they come back and they go, yeah, I'm just going to come back where I started because I see now that I've kind of been out there that you're the one that I resonate the best with. Right. That's it. Like I'm, I'm putting myself out there. Like I'm not the guy that's going to say, let's go build a eight or a nine figure business and have a hundred employees. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't personally want that. What I want is I want flexibility. I want to be able to be there with my kids. I want to be able to coach my son. I want to be able to, you know, my daughter, I want to be able to at all that stuff. That, that's me. Like, so that's rich to me, right? Like, does that mean that, uh, I, you know, I, I shouldn't make a million dollars. No, but it's saying that that's not my main motivation. Right. Some people are just out there trying to say, I built this, this, you know, eight figure brand and it's a trophy. Right. Like that's not it for me. So people resonate with that with me. And they're like, Scott, I've been all over with everyone out there and you're the guy that I resonate with. So that's why I'm there. And I'm like, cool. And if you came to me and you wanted to build that eight figure business, we could help you, but that's not my core thing. So we might not gel. Mm -hmm. And the same thing goes with you. If you're teaching guitar or if you're teaching whatever the other brand is and someone relates to you and you can break it down. So it makes sense. You know, I, I've done that in guitar. I, I'll, I want to learn like a song and I'll go to a guy and he shows how to play it almost the exact same way that the other guy did, but the other guy didn't break it down so I can understand it as, as well as the other guy. Mm -hmm. So now what am I going to do? I'm going to subscribe to the other guy and I'm going to pay attention to his lessons because I can understand them and I know his teaching. I know his style. I mean, we've all had teachers in school where like, oh my gosh, I, like they, they make it so complicated. Yeah. And then you get another teacher, you're like, wow, everything just kind of clicks. They, they use like metaphors and they, they use like different things to help me understand it because I'm a different type of learner maybe or visuals or whatever. Um, so I think... We have to give ourselves more credit, right? We all have unique abilities. We all have, you know, a superpower, if you will, right? Like we all have it, you know, we just have to believe in ourselves and know that even though someone else did it, we can still do it and we can do well at it. There's plenty, plenty of people out there. Um, you only need, and there's that post, you know, your true 1000 fans. Right. If you haven't read that, read that post. Um, it's true. Like if you get a thousand people over the, the years that you're doing this, that are with you for the long haul and they, they hang on every, every word and, and, and they believe in you and they, they trust you, you're never going to have to worry, right? Cause it, whether you launch a product for sale or you just say, Hey, share this post. And then it goes viral because you had a thousand people that are willing to do it you know, it's, it's big. Yes. So, you know, I, I would say for you now kind of looping back for you, it's kind of like you have two projects that you want to work on, which is fine. You have three really, if you want to include your wife. Um, so, right. So all of this stuff kind of will work well together. Mm -hmm. Um, but you don't want to get distracted where you're not being able to give effort. Right. So that's my only caution would be that, um, you have to work on one and kind of understand how everything works and then you can pivot and then adapt it mm -hmm. to that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that, that would be my only, my only concern for you um, and your, your wife and hopefully we'll get your wife to come on and I can kind of do the same thing with her and we can kind of break down cause she already has an existing business up and running. Right. Um, and it's, you know, it's a good, I'm not going to reveal it, but it's a good, uh, it's a good market, a good business uh, with, with some tweaks and with some, um, again, a little bit, maybe of a little bit of a mind shift, um, as far as like, you know, what she would need to do, right. You can apply, you can apply what we've talked about here today, right into her business mm -hmm. and vice versa. Right. Everything is, is kind of like you can cross, 
you know, um, reference each each of those and really use those in any business. That's why whenever I see stuff, I don't see it as like just one size fits all, Mm -hmm. right? There's all different angles and really like, and again, not without giving it away, but like, for example, like your, your wife's business might be more of a frustration angle that someone could be frustrated and be like, well, this one thing I used, it doesn't really do well for me, Mm -hmm. but there's another kind over here that might do better for me. Mm -hmm. And then the story would be, here's why. So it's kind of like you're bringing attention to the frustration. You had the frustration. That's why you created this thing. And here's why it might work for you if you've had these, these same issues. And then that person that's scrolling through is like, that's me. Mm-hmm. I, that's hundred percent me. And then they're, they're tied into the story and then they go ahead and they go, I want to try this product because it, it fits me. Right. Right. And that's the same idea. So there's different angles. Like guitar playing might just be like, Oh wow, that's really cool. I want to learn that. Or the other one might be like, Oh my gosh, every time, you know, I cast the, my, my lure into the weeds because I want to do some bass fishing and that's where they hang out. I get it snagged, Mm -hmm. but you came up with a lure that has this special thing on it that you never get snagged. (laughs) Right. So there's like a frustration element and there's also like a, a, wow, this is cool element. Right. So you have to figure out your market and there probably could be a mix of both of those, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's going to be a lot of times it's going to be one more than the other. Right. You know what I mean? And then that's just getting, again, the attention. Um, in, in the marketplace. And by getting the attention, we're like, we want to create magnets out there that attract the right people. And I call them lead magnets or, you know, content magnets, whatever you want to call it. But it's, it's really where we're putting stuff out there. And then we're letting people vote on it with whether it's shares, likes, comments, uh, replies to an email, whatever it is, the more that we can kind of get out there, we can start to get a little bit more of the market to come back and tell us if we're hitting the right chord. Yeah. And then we can go deeper on that, on that topic, you know? So that's, um, so for you, um, because you have like three different things you could be working on, um, it sounds like you already have momentum Mm -hmm. going in your brand that you have. It's just, you're, you're frustrated with Amazon. Um, so it might be, it might be best to start there because you already have that stuff to lead to, right. um, or th- that product and you already, already have trademark and all that stuff then to build that, build that home base mm-hmm. that would, that would h- kind of like be the house right. that you own. And then you would start building these other pieces outside of that. That could be YouTube. It could be Pinterest. It could be, um, Instagram. It could be. I would prefer to see you go probably YouTube, um, depending because YouTube is more evergreen. Mm -hmm. If you go Facebook, then you might want to go with the the little strategy that I was sharing with you, where you're going to be able to build these custom audiences and get in front of the right people by paying for it. Mm -hmm. Um, the one mistake I see a lot of people making is they think that they're going to still get likes on their page and then they're going to be visible. Mm -hmm. That's, that's false. Um, that is not going to happen. If you're out there just trying to build a fan page to get likes, or you're running a likes campaign, Uh um, I would definitely say, don't do that. Um, that is not going to work. It's like right now you're lucky if you get 10% visibility on that. Mm -hmm. So why not take some of your budget for your advertising, which everyone should have a little bit of a budget and take a hundred bucks and throw towards Facebook ads that could get your, your um, content in front of the right people to get them to raise their hand, be come part of your custom audience and then continually message those people with content in their newsfeed. If that was the angle you were going to go, yeah. you know, but YouTube is going to be evergreen meaning, I mean, you can advertise paid on there as well. So if you get a video that starts doing really well, you can, 
you could punch it a little bit, right? Mm. Give it a little bit more like a boost like you do in Facebook. But, um, but that's evergreen because it's searchable content. In Facebook, once it goes in your feed, if you're not feeding it with money, with an ad, it's pretty much not going to get visibility over time. No one's going to search for your stuff and find it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, um, it's more of, it's not evergreen. It's more like once you find those pieces, those assets that are working on Facebook, you're going to want to put money behind those mm-hmm. and get them in, and get them visible. And as you're getting invisible, you're also building some custom audiences behind the scene that you could then target for stuff later or even now. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so a lot of stuff there, man. Yeah, so does it make sense? I know there's a lot there and you're going to want to probably go back and listen to this, but does it make sense? Does it give you like a, a, I guess like a vision of like where you could create some assets that attract the right people. And then from there you build that rapport and that no like, and trust, you know, in, in pace, you, you, you mentioned pace earlier that we, you know, we've kind of introduced this whole pace methodology and for anyone that's just listening now, um, it's uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash pace and everything linked there will, will be kind of like what we talk about for pace. But basically pace is, is four different pillars. You have preparation, foundation. So basically you're preparation for your foundation to make sure that your foundation is strong and there's elements in there. And then there's A for attention. Once we have attention, we have to cultivate the audience. We have to really get that relationship started. And then E is for expansion. So right now with what we're talking about for you, we're really talking about attraction and we're talking about cultivation. Mm-hmm. Those are the two pillars that you'd be focusing on here. Cause it's one thing to build the audience. Like if you build that audience in Facebook and we get the custom audience and you're like, cool, I got like a thousand people that have viewed my videos for 50% or more. Now what? Right. Well, we have to communicate with them and that's the cultivation part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that, that takes some, some learning too, and some testing and, uh, you know, putting out different content and engaging, you know, um, and all that stuff. Yeah. So does it, does it make sense? It does. And it's uh, definitely just helps to cement what I, where I'm heading right now. I mentioned to you before I'm, I'm doing the hundred day uh, sprints for the 10, 10 day sprints. And my idea is just to become functional and the necessary tools for doing all of this, like the Facebook ads, which I know yep. basically nothing about and mm-hmm. making the YouTube videos and all that sort of thing. I can play, I can record and all that, but, uh, just working it all together. I'm just in a, in a pretty systematic way. And my first step was to get my home base from the three pillars, yep. home base done, and uh, just keep expanding out from there. But I, I plan to use the original brand that I already know something about. Okay. Get my chops together. Kind of, yep. I'm kind of woodshedding on that if we're going to stick with our theme. Um, yep. Nice. I like it. <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm going to be learning from that angle. But then take all of that stuff and apply it to the next brand that we're talking about, the music side. And I have to have a kind of another idea that would be an umbrella that the music might come underneath that I've developed and worked on. And then plus, again, with my wife's uh, business. So certainly just if I go with the current brand, the, what we're talking about, the music piece, and then my wife's, that's that's another couple of years worth of work. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I but it's, you know, too, and I'm, I totally... Yeah. That's a mistake. I, you know, you get drawn in. Like, I, in three months, I'm going to replace my income. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you've got all these people on YouTube. They, they they do these things like showing you in front of their Lamborghini or getting on private oh, jets, and you know that that's just state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. people buy into it so they buy into it for sure and uh that's uh we call that the lambros <laughs> uh <laughs> um it's a little joke we have but um but yeah uh 
it, it is. It's it's really about the long haul. Yeah. But the one thing that I think you understand, actually, I know you understand, and I I want other people to understand, is that you're basically going to take one of these projects, you're going to go through all of those different, you're calling them sprints, 10-day sprints. Um, you know, some might be able to be done in 10 days, but they're going to take some more time to learn and to grow and to all that stuff. Like you're not going to learn like YouTube and how to, how to optimize and how to get the most traffic and and the most bang in 10 days, but you're going to be able to set up your account. You're going to be able to get a video uploaded. You're going to be able to learn the basics about SEO on YouTube and all that stuff. hundred percent. You can do that. And you can do that in less time probably, but that's giving you that window to basically like give you a start and a deadline, mm-hmm. which I think is great. I think you need deadlines or else we'll just, we'll just keep doing it forever. Yeah. Um, and so what you're doing here is you're really learning each of these different components and you're building a skill set. Mm-hmm. And, and once you get the skill set, it's, you know, to me, it's game over because now you have these skill sets that you're going to be able to say, okay, now I'm going to take this thing that I learned over here in this project and I'm going to apply it over here. Mm-hmm. It basically works the same. Right. We just got to think about, okay, the market Bass fishing. What do they need? What do they want? What are they searching for? Yeah. Boom. Okay. Uh, we go into the guitar playing. What do they want? What do they need? What are they searching for? Boom. There you go. It's it's like so universal. Um, you just have to think a little bit creatively about what they're going to, you know, or what's going to get their attention and how you're going to follow up with them. But all that other stuff is like tools or a process that you're going to follow. Getting on a content schedule, I think, is also. I think you want to be. You want to show up consistently, yeah. right? I think consistency. Um, you know, is, is the key because then you're showing up in and don't get hung up on the numbers. Don't get hung up on what other people's numbers are or what they're doing and comparing yourself to them. Cause that could be, you know, deflating, uh, you know, where you're like, Oh my gosh, like I've been doing this now for three months and I only got like 25 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Focus on those 25 subscribers, right? right? There are 25 people, put 25 people in a room. You have those people's attention. Yeah. Now do something. Um, so yeah, I, I think you're, you're spot on. And I think, my only concern, and it's not really a concern because I think that you're pretty, you know, you're pretty good about it, but just try not to get distracted yeah. with all those other things that we could be doing because it's exciting, right? Like, oh my gosh, I can do the guitar thing now and I can do my wife's thing now and I can do my other thing now. And I got another little project that could be an umbrella. Like then all of a sudden you're like four different things going and you're like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I'm scattered and I'm all over the place. I'm not getting anything done. Right. So I would definitely try to give yourself those blocks like you have, work on those individually and really hunker down on those. And you're going to feel good at the end of the day that you've built these things and mm-hmm. you've learned these things. Yeah. And you're going to feel like, wow, in three months, I've learned a ton. Right. And now I have these chops, like you said, right? You've been practicing that scale over and over right. and over again. And all of a sudden it's it's becoming like you don't even have to think about it. Right. Anymore. It's the small wins, like you said, day by day. And, and again, my, oh, my yeah. idea is not, I, I know I'm not going to be an expert in any of this stuff. I just want to be mm-hmm. functional just to kind of have a base level idea of, of what's there and what I should learn. Mm-hmm. Where should I spend more time? But just to understand it, you know, this just to get a base level understanding of the different disciplines that I think are necessary, just mm-hmm. from observing people like yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's I'm just trying to learn the business. I guess you should say. I, I think to I think learning it is great. It's just once you get to a point, then what you're going to do is you're going to offload that right? You're going to say like, I don't want to be the Facebook ads guy. I just know what I want, mm-hmm. right? I know the strategy. Now I just want someone else to do the strategy for me. Right. Right. And that would be where you would hire a VA or a team member. And then you would say, you're going to be my Facebook ads guy. 
or girl. And I'm basically, this is what I want. I want to give you six videos. I want you to target this type of people. And I want you to only show it to people that have watched 50% or more in bucket two or whatever, right? You just want to give them the, the, the blueprint and say, go do it. And you pay them something because your time is worth more of being the creator or being the strategist right. of the, of the marketing. Um, but it's good to understand how everything works. That's key, right? right? Because then you, at least you understand what you want and kind of how things fit together. And then that'll all also allow you to be a little bit even more creative with how you plan out your content and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Def, I mean, I, I can see that I'm, I'm way off from needing a team just yet. Maybe, yeah. I'm, you know, next September when I'm at your conference, I might, uh, <laughs> nice. that'd be amazing. Yeah. We'll have to definitely do a check-in. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's crazy too. Yeah. We're going to be doing a conference we just announced. So, um, it's uh, called brand accelerator live. So, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and again, one of those things, though, we're a little nervous about doing it. And um, one of those things that I was like, I don't know, but networking is huge because I met the guy. I think I already mentioned it. Um, Kevin Sanderson. I met him at Sellers Summit. Um, he came at my TAS meetup and then we just hit it off a little bit. He was a, a referee for football. Hmm. Um, cool guy. Um, and then that was it. And then um, he messaged me again. I think about that he was going to be at another event. So we met up. Long story short is he used to organize events and he's like, you should really do an event. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. and he's like, no, really? And so, yeah, that's how it's going to happen. But it's it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and, and a lot of the conference is going to be this stuff right here. It's going to base off of the theme of pace. It's really going to be about creating, you know, the, the right preparation and really getting your business set up correctly, not just like legally, but like, so you can do all this other stuff. So everything else can kind of flow together and getting the right attention and talking about how to get the right traffic and, and, and then how to cultivate, how, how to like talk to people like in an email and, and like, or even on Facebook and like how to engage, like how to get people to want to buy into your, to your brand and then expansion, how to hire people, um, how to grow your brand. Um, because now you're at a place where you're like, there's only so much I can do in a day, right. you know? So like, yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, again, a little bit nervous, like I said, but it would be great to kind of get with you beforehand. We'll do an update because this is kind of on record now, right? Uh-oh. And we'll see now there's going to be a little bit of pressure on you. See, Jeff, to see how we work here. So now we got a little bit of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Good. Accountability, right? So um, yeah, I, I, I know you're going to do fine. And I think the big thing too is like, I think you've realized this too, is, you know, the mindset, right? It's like, you have to also understand that, you're going to have these, these little roadblocks internally in your head. You're going to, you know, self sabotage something. Cause you don't feel like, why would someone listen to me? Or why, mm-hmm. you know, why am I going to be able to do better than this one? Or why is someone going to, you know, pay attention? And that's just normal stuff. But if you get around the right people, um, those things start to go away because I think you see other people doing exactly what you're thinking can't be done. Right. And then also you have other people that say, Jeff, man, you can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. That's why conferences, I think the right conferences, not all conferences. And I'm not a a conference, um, I guess, person that wants to go out there and just attend every single one. I'm not like a conference junkie. Um, But I do think the right ones are important. And it's funny. um, I get a lot of people that come up to me. They're like, you know, like, what's the next Amazon conference you'd go to, Scott? And I'm always like, you know what? I don't know if I'd go to another one. This one's fine. The one that you're at, it gave you everything you need. What I would do is I'd probably go to a digital marketing Hmm. like conference. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, because that's where you can like really take over your, your market and your niche. 
And if you understand that stuff, it's exactly what we went, we, what, what we went through right here today. You can plug all that stuff into any business that you're, you're in, whether it's now or in the future. And your competition is only figuring out ways to hack Amazon. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go to another event so you can do a short-term little hack so you can get ranked for two weeks? Or do you want to build something like you're doing and actually have something that will be an asset that you can use later in other businesses or even in just this business to grow it and also have your competition going like, how are they ranking more than me? Like how? Because you're driving sales from your page that's getting, or from your website that's getting 30,000 unique visitors a, a month and you're driving them directly over to Amazon and they don't know where that traffic's coming from. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And just to give you an example how that worked for us in the new brand, um, we literally did exactly what I just said to you, exactly to a T. And um, we have a roughly around thirty to 50,000 unique visitors a month. And the three main sources that they're coming from is Google Organic, so basically people that are searching for things um, on Google. The second place is Facebook, and the third place is Pinterest. Hmm. Now, not all mark. Now, if you're in guitar, you're not going to probably post stuff on Pinterest, right. okay? For for guitar, but if you were in, maybe maybe you have someone that does Instagram for you because Instagram would be more. Um, I know I on, on Instagram I have one page. I think it's like the Sound of Guitar or something it's called. And every day they've got a great strategy because every day they'll have someone that is contributing and they'll just play like a riff, hmm. and then they they submit it to the Instagram feed. And then they post it on their page and then someone gets a little bit of a spotlight. Hmm. So you'll hear someone doing a, a cool little riff or yeah. doing, and it's only a minute long. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so yeah, so um, it's all of this stuff that I'm talking about, I've done in numerous businesses, not just Amazon businesses. Right. So, and it's worked time and time again. So I would definitely do it. So right. any other last questions before we wrap up? Uh, no, it's uh an awful lot to digest and I need to it is. need to play it back about 10 times and, and take serious notes as I'm going. You know, I actually intended to take some notes this time, but if it's just going too fast, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. You know, I'll catch it on a re- rerun there. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And what we'll do is we always transcribe these anyway. So on the show notes to this one, we'll transcribe it. So you'll have all those there. If you wanted to download those, you can even highlight it and stuff like that. But yeah, take your own notes. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh, I, I just think that, you know, you have a good roadmap, you have a good idea of how everything is kind of structured and laid out. Now you just got to get out there and kind of chunk it down and, and get to work, you know, and do it. And um, and hopefully, if we get your uh, wife to, uh, to come on, we will actually uh, break down her business. And um, hopefully I can help her with that because I think she's got a huge potential. Right. Um, and um, there's a lot of opportunity there, I think, that she just needs to... Uh, to uh, just tweak a few things and um, and do a little bit more of what we're talking about here today, and that can really open up things. So um, yeah, work on that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> All right, Jeff, this has been awesome. Uh, keep me posted though, and um, if there's anything you need, you know where to find me. I do. You always answer. All right, Jeff. Thanks. Thank you, sir. All right, so there you have it. Another great conversation. I love love talking with my listeners. And it's funny, uh, I just had coffee this morning uh, with another listener, actually in person, Um, comes to find out he lives maybe about I don't know, 15, 20 minutes for me right now, which is, which is kind of crazy. And, uh, I didn't know that. And, uh, I actually seen him at a deli that uh, I go to here in my area 
and he recognized me and then came up, introduced himself, and we had coffee. And uh, today we actually just talked for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe it was, I forget, just about business, about life, uh, you know, about Amazon, about e-commerce, about uh, he used to run an SEO company, like just a lot of cool things um, within business and in life. And I just, I love talking about this stuff. And hopefully you guys got value from listening in on this conversation. The same conversation, by the way, I would have had at a coffee shop. The difference is, is I wouldn't have recorded it or I wouldn't have thought to record it. So that's why I wanted to do this. I thought it would just been off the cuff and you can kind of think or I guess, see how I think, and you can start to get some of those ideas or even just a different thought process when you're looking at your current situation. So hopefully this was helpful. And this is why I love live events, right, or conferences, and that's why I'm doing my own. If you have not heard that, I announced recently that I am going to be doing my own conference, and it's going to be semi-small. It's going to be 300 people, and uh, you know, a lot of events out there are you know a thousand plus. And I wanted to keep it small, especially for the first year, and I wanted to make sure that we were going to be able to pull this thing off. So, if you're interested in uh, coming to hang out with uh, with myself and a bunch of other you know uh, business builders or brand builders out there, uh, then uh, come hang out with us in Fort Worth, Texas in 2019, September. Uh, brand Accelerator Live, it's official. Uh, by the time you listen to this, ticket sales should be underway. And uh, we've had some early bird um, openings and we have some, uh, some cool things that we have planned for everyone that's going to be attending. So it's going to be a lot of fun and you're going to meet a lot of cool people like I met Jeff at Seller Summit, another conference, which I recommend anyone that is in the e-commerce space for sure. Definitely check that out. That's Steve Chu's event. I will be there again this year in May. So uh, yeah, I just want to bring some of that to our community and I really, really enjoy hanging out with all of you. So uh, if you can make it, I'd love to spend some time with you and we can talk about building your brand and that's why it's called Brand Accelerator Live. Get it? All right, so check that out. Brand Accelerator Live or theamazingseller.com forward slash live. That'll take you to the same place. The show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 564. You can get all the transcripts, show notes, anything we talked about will be found there. And uh, yeah, you can grab that stuff over at that link. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.